Hi, this is Juliana Callis, and welcome again to A Psychic Guide to Finding Peace. Remember, you can always reach me at jkallas27 at gmail.com to either ask a question or to book a reading. And you'll have to excuse me, COVID and personal things have kept me busy, so I haven't had a chance to record and give you, my spiritual family, the next podcast. And this one is on Indigo Children. That phrase has been around for quite a while, um, I think actually since the 80s or 90s, uh, coined by Nancy Tapp and Lee Carroll. And in case you don't know, uh, what it refers to are children, which are now, who are now young adults, who have been born with special abilities, supernatural abilities, if you will, to see the future. Uh, I read for a woman recently whose 18-year-old daughter could actually hear her mother's thoughts, what she was thinking, and could feel what her mother was feeling. That connection was so close. Most of these children are now young adults, light bearers. They want to awaken humanity. They want to change it. They have the whole idea of global consciousness way more in their minds. Uh, Some of the traits of indigo children, and you can see if you may have one or you are one yourself, um, as I said, they want to change the world. Truth matters to them. And spirituality of any kind attracts them. And I do hear a lot more of my clients speaking from a spiritual place these days. School can somehow be boring or restrictive to them because they think outside of the box. The main thing is indigo children have empathy and compassion for people. They really feel another person's hurt or pain. And they feel that they've come into the world on a mission, so they may be creative. And one person who comes to mind is uh, the Swedish girl, Greta Thunberg, who at 15 stood outside the uh, parliament building in Sweden calling for climate change, that we're in dire shape. She felt that at an early age because, again, she was connected to environmental consciousness, connected globally. And uh, these children also have a connection with nature. They're very, very uh, connected to the change of the climate or the change of the seasons and also uh, uh, connected to young animals as well. So uh, those things compose the whole idea of uh, the indigo children. Now, according to PMH Atwater, whose books I have been reading, she has one on beyond the indigo children. And it's really fascinating because what she is saying, she's interviewed young adults as well, um, probably more recently, so in the last 15, 20 years. And what she's finding is that some of these quote-unquote indigo children they have the same experiences as children who had near-death experiences as children, meaning that the indigo children now don't need near-death experiences to widen their consciousness or to think differently or to think outside the box. They have the same awakening. They have had a 
a so-called brain shift in consciousness uh, that is occurred without having to have a near-death experience. So um, it's really interesting to me too, because guess what? This coincides with when the Aquarian age is coming of age. Uh, the age, again, of humanitarianism on a global stage, on a global consciousness. Uh, and Neil Howe and William Strauss wrote about this in uh, a book called The Generational History of the American Future from 1584 to 2069. And guess what? Their revelation also coincides with this, especially the next 20 years, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, that we're coming of age uh, as a world. Uh, and according to them, we stand at a crossroads. We have the choice to choose calamity or breakdown or world transformation. Uh, we have to recognize that we have to shift in our consciousness so that we see the least of us is just as important as the best of us. There's no such thing as differentiation when it comes to consciousness. So all of us need to raise all of us up or nobody wins. And I'll give you an example, which is happening more and more with climate change. You know, the floods in Haiti, the earthquakes in Greece or in Japan, the horrendous fires that the United States has had uh, on the West Coast. Many people are rushing to support these people, to support them in any way they can, financially, donating clothes, literally volunteering. That's a sign of this shift in consciousness. It will require the earth to have a change in world caring, world caring, all of us, all of all countries. In order to heal one of us, we must recognize that we need to heal all of us. And I was very fortunate uh, in the last month to actually do some uh, mini readings for students over at Tufts University, uh, just a little bit uh, south of Boston. And uh, they were from all over the United States and the world, really, uh, from uh, Sweden, uh, from France. Uh, they were black, Asian, Indian, white, Hispanics. I was really impressed with the huge diversity of uh, students that wanted to see me. Uh, guess what? Most of them had double majors. And guess what they were majoring in? This blew my mind. Neuroscience and international relationships. Neuroscience and computer science. Neuroscience and math. Environmental science and international relation. None of them had any concern about future income. They were more interested in changing the world and helping the earth survive. And their interest in neuroscience absolutely fascinated me. I couldn't believe how many had that as a double major because Atwater in her book talks about the evolution of the human brain to process more information and change the way we think. And there have been studies, recent ones, showing that the prefrontal cortex 
the front of the brain is actually changing and expanding in order to accommodate this evolution in world consciousness. So you see, evolution follows the consciousness of man. It's absolutely fascinating to me. And it's really what people like me, psychics, intuitives, uh, we tap into that and we see it maybe ahead of other people. But I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that these students who will be graduating in the next two, three, four years are going to change the world and the way we see the world and the way we see the people in the world. And for that, I am eternally grateful. But right now, we have just you and me and anyone else who's listening to my podcast. Let's do something about that now. So I want you, if you're not driving, to just gently close your eyes. Let all thoughts and emotions leave the body with a breath out. And all light, love, and healing enter the body with a breath in. Let all anxiety, fear leave the body with a breath out. And let all light, love, healing, enter the body with a breath in. So now, being filled with love and light and unconditional healing ability, think of someone you want to heal. Whoever pops into your mind, that will be the person. Doesn't matter whether you thought about it or changed your mind, whoever it is is fine. And just send from your heart chakra, from your third eye between the eyebrows, send love, light, healing, and unconditional acceptance to that person. And feel on some level it being returned to you stronger, better, love, light, and healing. Now, think of a city, a town, or a village you want to heal. Think of it by name. See a building in that town or village and send it unconditional love, light, and healing. Love, light, and healing. And imagine that town returning the favor and sending you unconditional love, light, and healing. And now think of a country you would like to heal. That's it. Spell it or say it to yourself. And send love, light, healing to that country from your heart, from your third eye. Send them your love and light. And now imagine that country healed and fully grateful, sending you back love, light, and healing. And so it is, and so it will be, that we all do to the least of us what we do for the best of us, love, light, and healing. And so I leave you in peace, in health, in harmony, in love, in joy, and in courage. In peace, in health, in harmony, in love, in joy, and in courage. In peace, in health, in harmony, in love, in joy, and in courage. Remember, you can always reach me at jkallas27 at gmail.com. Namaste.